world. We back. Episode 25, Pete the Play Podcast. G Mom, it's T and Friends. Y'all ready? Because we ready. World, like we said, we back. A very, very big episode. Episode 25. G. T all across the world. <laughs> good morning, good it, evening. <laughs> good afternoon. Where are you listening from? <laughs> How is it going? And Oh, man. We in the middle of December. It's snowing on my side. I don't oh, know how wow. it's looking okay. over there. Okay, snowing. Okay. <laughs> Flurries, though. I'm not there. That's the first time I've said that. I'm glad I'm not there. I can't do the snow out. I'm not built for the <laughs> this pale skin. No, we're not. We're not built for the snow. <laughs> mm. Oh man, but yeah, lots to get into, man. A lot of NBA news. A lot of NBA news, and we're not even like we're not even in the middle of the month yet. Um, training camp broke. Um, saying what the hell is going on in Houston right now? Um, man, we have trades, we have um charades and and, and near um and damn near tirades and whatnot. So let's let's get into it, man. Um, news broke. Um, yeah. Um, let's let's let's. Let's go back into a couple of weeks ago. Um, there was rumblings that James Harden and Russell Westbrook, rumors, of course, was um, saying that they was questioning the direction of the um, franchise. Um, Daryl Morey's not there anymore. He's in Philly now, so um, they got a new um, they got a new GM. Um, they got they still got on the same ownership. Um, coach Skiles, a new coach is um, is in the regime for. Um, for the Houston Rockets. Um, but yeah, so Russell Westbrook gets shipped off to DC, to Washington, DC, for um John Wall and um and what for uh, and John Wall goes to Houston along with a 2023 first down round pick. How do we feel about that, Tara? How you, how do you feel about how you feel first off, how you feel about the trade? And how do you feel about was this a good move for either team? Does anybody come out winners in this case? Right. That's what I feel like. At first, I'm like, right, we, you know, when someone gets traded, it's always who's the winners, who's the losers. I mean, we remember last year with Chris Paul getting traded and we weren't so sure. And then they made the playoffs and then you feel like you eat your words. But I don't, ooh. I mean, we all know that Russell had asked. He requested early in the offseason. He requested, I want to be traded. And that was, that was actually after Harden and the Brooklyn Nets talk kind of started. So mm-hmm. neither of us were surprised when it came up that, that you know, Houston was involved um, in a trade. I mean, they get John Wall. Houston gets John Wall, gets John Wall on a 2023 first round pick. I don't like when you when you think of 2023, I'm like, we're not even out of 2020. For me, like 2023 picks, I'm like, they're still in high school right now. Some of those guys might add 100 pounds and add a couple of more inches you know like it's hard for me to even think about the pick but I don't for me I feel like Houston are the losers because for me James Harden has just a toxic attitude like if they start you know winning and everything everything's great but we all know 
when things don't go well for James and you know the media, the media love him. Anyone that's in media, we love, like, I mean, I love talking about James Harden. He gives us so much to talk about. Like, he's not, he's not in training camp right now. The coach didn't really seem to know what was going on. He was seen without a mask. There's so much to always draw on with James Harden. Also, he was seen on Instagram without a mask. So, with James Harden, I just think he's not happy in Houston. And I think that's going to show as the season goes on. I think his negativity will get to John Wall. I mean, John Wall's been in the league, what, nine, ten years? But he's been injured a lot. And Mm -hmm. he really carried them last year in D.C. But I really feel like Bradley Beal, because he stayed healthy, was kind of, for me, I'd rather Beal than, than Wall. But I mean, obviously with contracts, it didn't work out. But for me, I just, I don't see it happening in Houston. I can, I can see Harden calling out people and calling out he's not good and whatever. She's not good, whoever he wants to talk about. The new coach is 47 years old. I mean, he's been with Dallas. He's been with the Hornets. I don't like. He has I, experience. He has experience. He has experience. However, he was quizzed in the, in the, you actually shared it with me. He was asked, you know, like, what's going on? And, like, how's everything? And, like, you know, who's who's been I like that quiz. He's been quizzed. And, honestly, I'm a teacher. He's not getting an A from me. He was panicking <laughs> on the stand. He was, like, was. honestly, like, I don't listen to what you say. I, I look at your body language. He was very uncomfortable. And I was like, sweetheart, it's mm-hmm. only December. I mean, I know that the ones are all messed up. We haven't even got into the teeth of it. And you're panicking over little preseason questions. Like, I just don't feel he's very solid I mean I don't really like D'Antoni much better but I just don't it's it looks shaky down there in Houston I mean the east is stacked I mean are, are DC gonna absolutely are they gonna are they better than Celtics are they better than Philly are they better no. than Brooklyn no. like that that little conference you know you're better at me at the geography of it but I mean I know that mm-hmm. Boston Philly and the New York teams are, are in the in the same conference if I'm right that's a tough conference right there I mean Nick's got Miles Powell. I don't think Knicks are gonna, you know, make the playoffs. But yeah, well, well, did that division, that the division. Well, you talk about division wise, but conference. Um, right, division. Well, yeah. let, let's break down the division. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm shoot it back to you right after this. But um, the division. Well, the um, that, this is this is the breakdown. This is the division breakdown, right? Within the Eastern Conference, because this Eastern Conference is separated by six divisions, right? Three divisions on each side, three in the East and three on three in the West, right? But directly in their division with DC, they're going up against an uh, improved Hawks team, Atlanta Hawks. Right, I didn't mention the Hawks. Wow. Yeah, they go up directly, and and, and they got um they got the younger ball brother in Charlotte with um scary Terry, uh, Terry Rozier and um and PJ Washington and that and that young squad. They got the um they got the Orlando Magic coming off the playoffs the um last year, um the, and they got. And they um oh and they got the, the um the reigning Eastern Conference champions the Miami Heat. You do the math, right? You do the math. So so um with that, like uh, as you shoot it back to you as as you just finish in your point. Sorry, no no no. Go ahead, go ahead. You wanted me to. Yeah, yeah. So 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 like basically, um, um Russell Westbrook, like like the thing it's such an enigma with him because. When you're on your team, and you we hear we hear it from um Stephen Adams. When you when he's on your team, you want to go through a wall. For, he goes through a wall for you, so you want to go through a wall for him, right? He he never he never sells you short on the court. He never does. the The IQ, the late game IQ, is questionable, but you can never question his toughness. You can never question his heart 
when it comes to um to um Russell Westbrook. He's a warrior on the court, right? But sometimes when you when you're so intense, it could rub people the wrong way. Definitely rubs the competition the wrong way, but who the hell with the competition? That's who you're going up against. You know what? You need to fear me when you're competition, right? But when when it's um when it's on your team, and is there something to be said? And I know guests to uh, speak on this. There's something to be said when you want to you want out every team you um you, this is your third team in the last three years. One of the last yeah, in the last three years. So there's something that you know, and, and Russell Westbrook keeps on team hopping. I want to trade here. I want to trade here. That's kind of like. And it's kind of like we in the culture, and I want to save this for the NCAAs also. The transfer portal is crazy too now because a lot of kids, what does that tell kids? Like, you know what? This ain't working out. Let me keep on jumping ship. Let me keep on jumping ship. Let me keep on. Right. And honestly, it reminds me, I know we talk about this all the time. It reminds me of the kid who keeps changing schools. And I'm like, you keep changing the environment, but guess what's the common factor at each location? It's not the teachers. It's not the the head teacher it's it's the it's the child like that's you know i always say like show me the the individual on the same team in different scenarios let's change the scenarios but keep the team keep the coach there's a lot of that going on now and i feel like it's a culture of i'm gonna go to college and then i'm gonna leave after a year you know what? i want to play in the nba i'm gonna go play to, uh i'm gonna go to australia ball <laughs> and i'm gonna come back like no go to college for four years get a degree like you don't know what what is your life after 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 basketball? What if you blow out your ACL and Achilles? Like what's your plan then? But like this constant jump and ship it frustrates me. It's like this generation loves to just change things instead of fighting through. Right. Like, you have to stay. Kobe stay. Like people don't remember those years where Lakers were booing them. Like the good old loyal Laker fans were booing their team. Like and you know Kobe was like throwing towels on the ground he was like throwing water bottles like he was mad but guess what he didn't he didn't leave mm-hmm. i think we're going to same accord with that as far as houston goes right i feel like they're in constant turmoil and and um there has to be um, let me be the optimist here right let me think let me take you best case scenario you've got boogie right you got a boogie cousins if he's right he's all if he's all the way right He's one of the top three big men in the league. Top three big men in terms of skill set, terms of what he gives you, um, what he gives you. Well, the defensive is a little bit of a liability, but offensively, he's a he's probably a top three center in the league. And then you got if he's healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. Like, if I'm he's just healthy. curious. I'm just curious. How right. y'all gonna stay healthy? Right. And then you got Christian Wood. He's coming off a career year, um, uh, probably like almost a double double. And with 22 plus a game, um, coming off um the likes of uh, and he had the battle for minutes along with Blake Griffin and um Andre Drummond of Detroit. He's coming in as a free agent signee. So, best case scenario, if and Wall takes a and if, and John Wall is willing to take a backseat, another alpha male, another alpha male, he's willing to take a backseat. Then, you know what? Houston's easily a top five team in the West. Easily. I actually think Houston has an has an easier. They have an easier like bracket. They have an easier run to the playoffs. Like, right. It's funny because I actually think trade wise, DC got the better the better deal. Yeah. But I actually think in the long run, if if James 
Like, honestly, if I am the new coach, I know he's only, I mean, he's late 40s. He's he's young by, by NBA coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have him with, with a mind coach. Like, James, you have it. You have it physically, but your ego ruins stuff. And he's, he's not at Kobe Bryant's level. I mean, he's close. Skill-wise, he's close. But he's a liability at times on defense. I know he improved. But he's not up there with Kobe for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas Russell, his heart and his fight is up there for Kobe with me. But he doesn't have that leader capability that Kobe has. And I mean, I, I just always compare it to Kobe because he had rough parts of his career. And it's what you do in those rough parts of your career, for me, that talks about the kind of character and player you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and like, it, it, it's the fortitude and also becoming a leader. And I'm glad that we, um, we delved into that because it takes us to James Harden. James Harden... As early as this week, we are on Wednesday right now. Earlier this week, he was a he was a he was a holdout. He was a he was a training camp holdout. Cause I believe training camp opened on Sunday. This dude, this dude didn't even show up. He's out chilling with little baby for his birthday party. I get it. You're 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 a young you're a young bachelor. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, young um late twenties, early thirties. You know what? You don't have you don't have a wife. You you you're you're, you're out on the town. You're but. This is different. Um, different times, different signs, different times. Like this is COVID. This is this is um, this is a whole different environment. This is a whole different playing field in terms of the world because we all going through it. Tyler, how much we want to go out so bad? How we want right, to go out but so also, bad? Like, let me just let me just call Clay Thompson real quick. Hey, Clay, if if uh, that Achilles of yours was working, would you be out partying? Would you be at training camp? Can, can I just ask you that? Right. Like that, it annoys me. Like I've never, I've played on teams where people who have more healthier physiques than me and they they won't train and i'm like i don't understand like every time you grace the court the field whatever it is the pool whatever it is you play you need to be there like right but then you're posting on the ground like okay great go and have a party but you don't need to document your downfall macbeth like Mm -hmm. no like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. it annoys me and if you're from houston you're a little bit agitated because you're like what's he gonna do like what and also if i'm a gm do i want james harden Guess what, sweetheart? You're getting older, and your attitude stinks. Like I can smell it from here. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't admit. Trust me. Coming out of Arizona, I loved him. I loved his left hand. I was all for him. I was cheering for him. But really, his ego is the size of somebody who has won a lot of championships, and he really hasn't. He really frustrates me because his skill set is outrageous. His mindset is trash. Yeah, it's completely trash. You, you still with me, right? You still with me, right? Right. right. Yeah. So. So. Like. Yeah. It's completely trash. It. 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 And it's. It is less to be decided. But let's. It, it goes to say that maybe we putting too much on James Harden. Maybe he's not the leader that people want him to be. You know. Maybe he's not. But. But those dollar signs tell me otherwise. Right. I'm sorry. So. So. It's. Be- you better go for some leadership. leadership yeah. Courses, you know. Like. So. 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 Wait, wait. Those dollar signs speak. Speak volumes. So. 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 What's that? What's that Spider Man line? With. Um. Great. Great power comes great responsibility, something like that. So, right. so, so, like, I think, I think, and and I, I'm super, a super, super geek for this because, like, Spider Man, they just released the Sinister Six and whatnot. Like, they, they got move, like the movie coming out soon. So, I mean, that's the geek in me, you know. But uh, and that's my boys in my ear um, with this whole Marvel thing. But at the same time, many kids, you're, 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 um, you're, um, you're a role model, right? But maybe James Harden don't want to sign up to be that. And, and you know what? I'm not saying that's right. 
But if the, if the, if you, if somebody's giving you who they are, then 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 um just know who they are. Just know when you invest in somebody, know who they are. Know who. Right, but communicate that. Take take a seat beside your new head coach and tell him you got to get a Derek Fisher in here. You got to get a Steve Nash in here. I don't want the smoke of a leader. And this is where James Harden is very like Kyrie mm -hmm. for me because they like to throw other people like mm -hmm. under the bus. I'm like, you got like, you can't keep delegating the responsibility. Like I understand it, but, but yep. I would say to James then, okay, you're not the leader. Yep. So guess yep. what? I'm going to give the ball to Bo like to Boogie Cousins. Now I'm not going to give it to you because you don't want, you don't want the smoke. But yet you do want the ball in your hands. So now right on, yeah. Sarah, right on. <laughs> we got somebody on the line. Mom. Hello, stranger. <laughs> How's it going? We're yelling. Yeah, we're yelling. We got we got we, we talk about this James Harden fiasco and, and everything that's going on. I, I'm glad you're here, man, because you're the perfect person to talk to. Um and we you could talk about the dichotomy between the Lakers and the Houston, the difference, right? Because the structures are completely different. Speak on the fact um, of first of all, I want to get your thoughts on the um, on this the Houston movement going on and, and the lack thereof, right? With uh, with with the uh, wall signing, this, 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 um, the trades, the Russell um, Wall trade and the Harden trade. First with Harden, like, what do you see out of Harden, and what do you see? Is this 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 this, this any of this um, raise an eyebrow or, or, or does something to you? What do what do you think? Well, like I was stating yesterday on the Viewers Discretion Advised podcast, shout out to Danny, um, that, that um, about we were talking about the um, James Harden situation. And I said, there's a difference, what he's doing with his actions, there's a difference between a James Harden and a LeBron James. Mm -hmm. You're going out in a pandemic, as we speak right now, thousands of people are losing their lives. To, right. to, to party with a little baby, and because because you want because you you don't feel right about your team situation. All right, we understand that, but let's go back in history real quick over the last five years. In 2015, mm -hmm. at Dwight Howard, Dwight right. was still good. Dwight was averaging about 26 and 14 in the playoffs. He was putting up some great mm -hmm. numbers. Mm -hmm. Get bounced. We seen what happened with Dame. Dwight leaves. He mm -hmm. Boom. Then you get Chris Paul. Y'all go to the back-to-back -back Western Conference Finals. Y'all had to leave. We seen what happened with that. Flop. Mm -hmm. Then you get Russell Westbrook, an MVP. We see what happened last. Well, just what happened. You getting all these star players. You getting everything you wanted, and they stating now that he wants a a, a a team that he could win with. They gave you everything you want. You had Capella. Y'all traded him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every move, y'all had everything situated, and it's still not enough. Now you got John Wall and you got Boogie. So I, mm -hmm. at this point, I don't know what he wants. Um, they say he wants to go to Brooklyn or Philly, but nobody's budging. He has no leverage right now. As he's the poison, as he's as he's the common denominator of why of the Houston Wolves, of the Houston of Houston um, collapsing and and not doing what they're supposed to do in the um and and especially in the postseason. Well, I would speak say to that. I would say he is the Houston culture. The Rockets is built around him. They built that whole team around him, just like how Golden State built around um, Curry. Mm -hmm. it just, it's just not executing. But the difference is that Steph Curry is, is a team player. Steph Curry was an underdog 
probably his whole life and then finally got his respect. But he is, you can work right. with and, him. You can't and work right. with and another thing, He's like um, a spoiled child. The way that Curry and Harden plays is two different things. Curry could play off the ball. James Harden, right. his whole game is on ball. Like, um, yesterday, Gilbert Arena stated, he was like, if you notice, James Harden, he doesn't do a, he doesn't um come off a pick and roll screens, none of that. Um, all his game, all his points come off him having the ball in his hand. And you know what? And you know what? I, like, like correct me if I'm wrong, Mal. Correct me entirely too, because you you you're, you're acute at the uh, at, um your yeah, acumen of basketball's elite. Also, wasn't James Harden doing that in OKC a little bit? He we saw glimpses of that in OKC when he was coming off the ball um slightly. Yes, yes, he definitely was when he was the six man. But he got they got so caught up in the system with Daryl Murray, with him having the ball all the time, as the late great Kobe said last year before his passing, you're not gonna win a chip like that at all. It just doesn't get done. Uh, we seen we seen Michael Jordan back in the '80s. He was averaging about 37 a game. That's like how hard it is now. Then he realized uh-huh. he can't do that to win a chip. Then he had to drop his scoring down to about 28 a game to be more of a team player. We've seen the same thing with Kobe. Kobe was averaging 35, and then he dropped his numbers down to about 27, 28. Then they went, started going to three straight finals after that. And let me let me put my Nick hat on. Um, Melo also. When Melo was going ISO before he um he got the Jason Kids and like he got that veteran team and and whatnot that um almost made a run with Mike Wilson, he he was going ISO as well and he and they gutted out the whole um youth of that team to Denver. Yeah, like and, um, Harden could take in to case in point if you want to look at anything. Look at Kevin Durant. He was um already had four scoring titles before well twenty five years old. He sacrificed his game. And we all know every season Kevin Durant could lead the leader scoring easy. Absolutely. Easy. And do it at more efficient rate than James Harden too. Um but he sacrificed that. He went on Golden State. A lot of people have problems with that, but he still sacrificed his game. You know, he was averaging about twenty five instead of thirty a game. Um so you know win a trip. What do you see what yeah right, the, the, no go ahead. No no go what ahead. what do you um no, no, go ahead, Tara. Go ahead, Tara. I want to. I want to hear what you. No, I was gonna say that the, the common like verb you're using in each of them is change. Kobe had to change. LeBron had to change. Like even like LeBron, like how he's mentally changed. He's been around the block. He knows, you know, there's no smoke. There's no fire with it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to change. And James Harden's not willing to change. But I'm gonna ask you this: Why is James Harden not in Brooklyn? Is he really KD's boy, or is KD like you know what? I had to change to win my, my championships in, in Golden State. This boy is not willing to change. I don't want him here. He already knows Kyrie. I don't know. I have my feelings about Kyrie. But at the end of the day, Kyrie has a ring. James doesn't. So let me let me hang out with Kyrie. But at the end of the day, Harden um, is in Brooklyn. So um, to me, that's from my lines. understanding, since the, the, the levels of that rumor went so high a few weeks ago, is that Harden did want uh, – I mean, Durant did want Harden in Brooklyn, but – the other co-star was not too fond of that. Mm, Kyrie's been silent. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point, Ma. That is uh-huh. very been silent. And at the end of the day, like Kevin Durant said a few days ago, it's not up to him. He's still, at the end of the day, even if he wants Harden over there, he can't make that move. It has to be on um, management that does that. <laughs> right, but do you do you really believe that? Do you really believe that if, if KD said, you know what, guys, I need James here, they're not going to make it happen? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. They're still... Come on now. He does not want he does not want him there. He does not want him there. He, He's he, toxic. We'll see. Well, 
We'll see, because that is his boy, so it could happen still. You know, the season, it got, a trade could happen during the season or before the season starts. Um, Harden just came to Houston um, yesterday. Oh, welcome. Training yeah. camp's been on. Welcome. Wait, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, John Wall and um, Boogie been down there putting in some work. You mentioned you mentioned a different. Um, well, well, I, I'll be amiss if I don't do this. We um going back to the trade. Um, um, Wall. What do you see from what? I don't know. Well, what do you see from Wall, and what do you see um from the DC? What what's left of DC with Russell going back there? What do you see there? Well, Russell, Russell looks all smiles. <laughs> Yo, he, he like he just got out of a bad relationship, <laughs> like. <laughs> Because he know he knows Trump isn't there. He's like, yeah, I, like I can't. He, he look, he's like, yeah, yeah. He gets the ball out with on Bradley Bill. They they having a ball down there. They um maybe this is a fresh start, you know, for Westbrook. But he's him and Harden are sort of in the same boat. If you right where they game right. Well, Harden, I still think Harden can make the change because we've seen him play in different styles before OKC. But it's like mm-hmm. they so boxed in on one style. That they don't make adjustments and that they stubborn. Yeah, they they get boxed in like how AI was in at one point, how Melo was in mm-hmm. at one point. That it's gonna get to a point mm-hmm. where teams in the in the league are gonna be like, yo, we can't. We have you so talented, but it, but your talent like box you in that we don't have no use for you. Right. And I see that all the time. And Ma, I say that all the time. You could run through it. You could go sixty and twelve in the regular season, right? When they, when that playoffs start and everything start getting um half court and whatnot, look what happened to Giannis. Look what happened to um like all these different teams look what that have a, like one star. Look what happened to the Clippers. What happened to the Clippers? Right. Like so so that 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 doesn't um so that type of style of play when you're when you're so um. When you're playing ISO and you're so stuck in your ways of like scoring, just just a scorer's mentality, you're not getting everybody else involved. And you're getting bystanders. I've seen that whole series with with Giannis and uh, Orlando. Once Giannis got out of there, the, the whole entire book started playing differently. Yeah, that whole team started playing differently. It's it's, it's almost scary when when the big star sits and your team starts playing better. Like you almost as a big star, that kind of that has to scare you. I don't care. How many dollar bills? That's an indictment. Like you take it, you take a seat out, and they start moving the ball better. There's more rotations. There's extra passes. There's cutting. There's mm-hmm. pick and rolls on the weak side. Like that, you get a little. You have to get a little bit nervous. Like I always started, and I I would get nervous. If the bench started to play better, I was like, oh shoot, like I'm not gonna start mm-hmm. this game. Like you have to be, you have to be like watching your back. It's a play advocate a bit. Um, people don't realize in the last twenty years. The you know the NBA championship is not for everybody star wise. It's level for this shit. Like only a certain amount of players, mm-hmm. star players, superstars have won the championship in the past twenty years. Mm-hmm. And we know who names are mm-hmm. the Kobe's, the Shaq's, the Tim Duncan's, the yep. the Curry's, LeBron's. the Browns, the Rants. It's not too many. It's mm-hmm. like you got a you know got the Detroit Pistons. You know, but that was a very team oriented team. You know, all coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what. That's how you win. You win as a team. Right. A team. Mm-hmm. I just on. don't want to take oh. away with the James Harden thing of being an indictment of, like how they did with Barkley back in the day. Like he's still a great player. He's an old time player. Like yes, just like um Melo is, you know, mm-hmm. AI. Um, you know what? A Damian Leonard. All these guys that you know haven't won trips. 
you know, they, they right. still act. Not everybody could win a chip. It's, it's just not. It's, it can't happen. It can't happen for everybody. That's true. You know, basketball. But you have to have. Basketball ha- tends to be the yeah. only sport where they, you know, they they hang that over your head like that. You know, um, mm-hmm. people. Right. That like that's my thing. Like, d- does it really affect? Like, it broke my heart every year, every single summer where the Spurs beat my sons. Like, it literally broke my heart. I was always so scared that like Steve Nash's legacy would like be affected. Fast forward to 2020, he's now the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets who have, you know, James, you know, who have uh, Katie and, and Kyrie and, and a couple of other guys, you know. So I really don't think it actually did affect his legacy. So I, I used to panic. I used to real life panic for those players that didn't, the Charles Barkleys, the John Stuftons, the people who didn't win a ring. And my brother always says it, if you base it off rings, well then Bill Simmons is, the be- is one of the greatest players ever. You know, does he go ahead of the other guys who don't have as many? Absolutely, legs? absolutely. What do you what do you see, Mal? What do you see from um from John Wall in Houston? What do you think that's gonna uh, that dynamic is gonna be along with Christian Wood and Boogie Cousins? Oh yeah, we forgot to even mention Christian Wood. He's I was loving his game last year. He was definitely me too. Very, he was I want to say crazy breakout star, but there was definitely some moves he made in the second half. Um, I see. I think James Harden needs to see what he has at place here. He has a uh. I'll say I don't want to say he's on a vengeance mission, but he got something to prove. John Wall, so so does mm-hmm. Boogie as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know they still if they like I told you we talked about this offline. If these guys can get you a good eighteen to seven a night, um, you know that's a problem for teams. That's, that is that's a problem. John Wall still has his quickness. Um, a lot of teams in the playoffs they can't match that. Yeah, that's top five material in my book in terms of um going to the playoffs and then it, and that that four or five matchup that's a tricky matchup if you go up against Houston if everybody's right and Boogie's healthy and Christian Wood is playing at the level that he played last year and then also um Wall and 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 Wall is an alpha male in himself he has to if he's willing to take a back seat and let it and, and you, everybody knows it's Harden's team if he if Wall tells him himself that mentally and, and just be be a, his bat his Robin to the Batman. Then I think they'd be fine. I think they'd be fine. But but speaking of Batman and Robin, Boogie, Boogie Cousins and John Wall played played college ball together. Like they really, they get they, yeah. they get along, and I feel like they might be able to talk James Harden down. But I really think Houston's it's they're either gonna live or die by James Harden. Right. Like, I know we're saying that the last while. He is a fantastic player. I mean, I feel like I I bash him a lot because he frustrates me because he's so talented, but. As always, talent mm-hmm. comes at a price. But if he can get his head right, but at the same time, as we're speaking, he's out making hits with little baby. I don't even know what he's doing, but like oh, without a mask on. No, no, whatever. no mask. I know the Texas is crazy. I already know. But like, <laughs> absolutely. What is said? What no mask, just vibes. Oh my god! No, no, no vibes when you're in ICU and you can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> and then this is crazy. Thing. Um, you know, James Harden already had had coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, you know, absolutely. You know, obviously, you know, on to the next one, but you know, how hopefully, you know, him being around John Wall and Boogie makes him appreciate the game more, you know, because these guys are coming off back to back injuries and stuff. They haven't really been their full self in like a good two or three years. And, you know, I feel like they're more of appreciate of the game now since they've been gone for so long. Mm-hmm. But, you know, We'll see yeah. when the season plays out. And I feel like Harden did a disservice to Silas, who's a rookie coach, and he put him in a tough situation. 
right off the bat. Like, he mm-hmm. just got here. And he had an answer for him. He had the answer for him. I was like, I felt so bad for that rookie coach. I felt so bad for him. Because he hasn't even – he hasn't even seen him face-to-face yet. They didn't even have – they didn't even meet yet. No, it's, it's disrespectful, honestly. Like, he should – he should meet him separately. Let me have, like, a separate yeah. conversation. I'm James Harden. I'm the best player on this team. I'm yeah. over that. But right off the bat – I'm the new teacher at the school, and like the most annoying kid is. If I was the coach, I thought right. If I was the coach, I feel like you don't you don't want to play for me. Like you don't you don't. You you starting off on a real basketball, yeah. right? And this is why I, I wanna I want it to work out, but I'm already looking at like at the new coach, and he's he's in the press conference, and he's mad awkward, and he doesn't know what to say. And I think PJ Tucker didn't work out as well, but I mean, obviously PJ Tucker's a different story. I mean, I mean he's hard nosed mm-hmm. as well, but. You know, the, the head coach didn't seem to know why PJ Tucker was, and that's not good. Or why James? It's not, was and that's there. not good. And why he had no mask? Because yeah, because you're you're the vet, y'all the veterans, y'all the leaders of the team. Like it or not, y'all the leaders of the team, because y'all the, y'all the, the people who've been there the most. So when you don't do that, that's a problem. That's a problem. Mal, let me ask you, man. Um, the, uh, I think I, real quick. Oh, you 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 can stay yeah, on for a little bit. You can stay on. Cool, cool, cool. So I want I want to bring on another guest. It's the twenty fifth episode. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a it's a lot going on. So, um, real quick before I um we we'll talk about um other stuff later because I want to get somebody else in here also. But um, what do you see from your Lakers this year? And how did you like the um as as it stands? AD's re up for another five years. Um, LeBron re up to another two, which we um this was speculated. We all know that LeBron's trying to play with Bronny, mm-hmm. right? Not 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 to get it confused with Tara's dog, Brondo, but I like Bronny. <laughs> guys, guys, you've no idea. I swear to God. Bronny Bronny only changed his name in the last like year and a half. He he became Bronny. LeBron said he didn't want him to be LeBron mm-hmm. James Jr. We already know he's your son. Yeah. Come on now. He uh, looks uh, like, I think a lot of like, the image of Savannah. I've been calling Bronny Bronny for a long time. We don't know if they if they would play together if the Lakers are a contending team and if Bronny's a top prospect. Like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, we can dream. I'm yeah. just saying, there's more likely I'm that he would play dreaming. against him in the league than play with him. That, I think so too. I think so too. But hold on, my my thing is he has two more years of, of high school. Like, how is he eligible for the NBA? Yeah, they might change the rules. They might change the rules. But, but I hate that rule. I genuinely hate and that rule. should be made stay for four years. Go and learn how to be amongst regular people because your don't life's know not going to be regular. Now with um, Bronny's position would be invasible. Um, you know, a lot can happen in two years. He's playing against... Right. Yeah. Yeah, but we Boy still don't growing. know. There's a lot of people that have high skill sets to him. So, we, you know, stuff still can happen. But, you know, a lot can happen in two I mean, I can take him with Mikey Williams. I'm not. Familiar. Yeah, he comes out. He comes out in two. He comes out in two years. Oh, it's a it's a beast. It's a beast of a year. I mean, if as Mal says, if if it goes the way it goes, I mean, we all thought Greg Oden was gonna be better than KD. And but yeah, but those, those two, the, the next two drafts are lethal. They 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 they're gonna be very. Good. The last two drafts right. are very very good. Very very good. Um, yeah, man. So, but yeah. What do you see? What do you see? Like, like going back, what do you see from LeBron and what do you see from AD now that AD is secure for another five years? So you're going to have AD and they're going to build around him now. He, now he becomes yeah, well, the cornerstone. The, the one thing, since they got the ring already out the way, that they they don't have – it's not a time clock on it. 
now of urgency. It's like they won. They could be a little comfortable. Um, AD got his ring. LeBron got a ring again. Um, so I think that things are just a little – not that they're not going to be on attack mode still, but, like, it's not as frantic as last season, if you know what I'm saying. Like, they, they won the ring. Mm-hmm. They're the kings of L.A. They come back. They're going to have the most talented team going into the season now. So, I think they – like, LeBron, I don't know if y'all seen the interview he did the other day when he was talking shit with um with Richard Jefferson. Um. That was the lightest thing mm-hmm. he was cursing on it. Oh, oh no, don't get to it. Don't get into it because we didn't see it. <laughs> but you can yeah, highlight it yeah, a little bit. Check that out because he was talking real spicy. Right. He he looked my he was also my I mean, I only saw a clip, but LeBron is very he's yeah. in like relaxed mode. He's not even in like I'm not even mad at Kyrie. Like Point it, yeah. Like yeah. he was very chill. There's no more raw. Like LeBron has figured out life. He really ha- like it's been remarkable to watch him since 03. Trust me, I didn't like him. My friend gave me a book in high school. And I was like, who is this kid? I read up on him and I was like, wow, like this guy's been through it. But he's really been around the block and he's very chill. Like it, this could be his best season ever. And I think people think that's crazy when I say that, but I'm excited for um, LeBron's 18th season. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, got, um, he's gonna, as we've seen in the past in the season, he's gonna be more have his foot off the gas and let AD take over things more. Um, but you know, come playoff time, we know what happened with that. Um, yeah, man, definitely. Um, Tara, let me pose you this question: What do you, what do you see? Since since, since we since we talked about this in length, what do you see? Uh, opening week just started. I mean, opening league is about to start. Preseason's this weekend, right? What if, what games are you looking forward to? Like, what, what are you trying to see? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be extremely honest, like. On my TV, it's just being college ball. So NBA preseason is not going to affect that for me. I mean, I'm always like, you can ball in preseason, but can you ball in the real season? Like, that's what I'm all about. Right. But um, I'm definitely going to be tuning into Lakers Clippers on, on the 23rd. I mean, I think it's at, it's at 3 a.m., but we're off school on the 22nd. So I'm going to be watching Oh, you pulling the all-nighter? <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. I, I, that or I record it, I tear my phone off. You don't know the struggle of overseas. Like, you don't know the struggle. Like, Tell me about it. Always somebody would ruin the games on me. Always. <laughs> it sounds like me and you, Mal. Yeah. When, like, don't yeah. tell me the score. Opening <laughs> night. Yeah. Opening night and Christmas Day, I'm going to I'm gonna be tuning in. Honestly, preseason, no. Like, it's, it, it doesn't appeal to me because the stakes aren't high. Mm. Yeah. What, what about opening week? We got a lot of, a lot of great Christmas matchups. We got... I mean, a lot of people were saying is they were mid. I, I kind of like the matchups. I like the uh, I like the Mavericks Lakers. I like Doncic going up against that that potential juggernaut. Um, for for a potential dynasty, we're looking at with the Lakers. Um, I like I like the Warriors and the Nets. That, let's see. Um, that first opening week, uh, the Warriors come to town against Brooklyn, and they um we basically gonna see if the if, if um Draymond's gonna keep the same energy against KD. You know. <laughs> So, um, I'm looking forward to that matchup. So, and that's the same night as Clippers Lakers, also. Right. So I said, op- opening night and Christmas Day, big time. I mean, when when we saw the schedule come out, we Christmas Day is massive overseas because the games start crazy early. Like, obviously, usually the Knicks or somebody will play. Some of the Eastern Conference will have mm. a twelve o'clock game. For us, that's five p.m. We have our dinner at like three. Like, we don't do the whole Thanksgiving like. 
the the itis at like 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. We, we do like early dinners and then we go check out the game. So honestly, like at first I was a bit like, uh, the, the Mavericks. And my brother was like, Tara, whoa. Like, do you know how young Luca is? Like, do you know how he's averaging like more points than LeBron did in the second season? Like he started rhyming off stuff. And I was like, Luca's a, like, Luca's bad. Like Luca is sensational. Yeah. Like he really is. And I love his demeanor, his attitude. I think he breathes confidence in, in his other players. Like, I, I really love Dallas. I really do because I really like I really like who Luca is and like what he's becoming and yeah. he's frighteningly good. I just hope Porzingis stays upright so we can support him. Yeah, I, like because Porzingis yeah, stays yeah, hurt. I noticed the tongue right. cheek play of all of the games on the schedule. Um, you got Boston versus um the Nets, the first game Kyrie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then they yeah. get the Bucks versus um Golden State. Another wink wink. Like, like they, yep. they they trying to get real clever there. It's like, what do y'all what do y'all trying to tell us on that Golden State? Or... I I want to be there when like yeah when these guys sit down and they're like ooh like what will we do like what do we do? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's like devious. Like it's that it sounds like a bunch of girls at the bar talking yeah. about their exes. Like like let's make definitely, it serious. But you're right. Definitely no uh, cheesy to y'all. Heat and Pelicans don't have any smoke. Definitely, definitely no Jeezy and um Gucci man. Definitely um not not that type of smoke right there. <laughs> but like. It's definitely gonna be um interesting, man. It's definitely storylines. It's, it's gonna be a real interesting season. Like you know, Great, a lot you. of people are healthy coming back. Um, mm-hmm. we got a lot of contenders. You know, I know that Lakers are the favorite, but we got things happening. The West is stacked. The West is stacked, man. And I know we're gonna get into it. But I mean, no. Here's my question though: Which is more stacked, like genuinely right now? And I know when you look at the Lakers, you're like, whoa. But I mean. All like I'm talking all 30 teams divided 15 and 15. Which is more stacked now? Now that you've had like a couple of changes east to west, like still the west, still the west, still beasts. Yeah, still the west. I feel like yeah, but I feel like the east is more like I'm excited about the east. The east is right. I haven't been this excited about the east in a long time. It is right. The last time I was excited was like oh three oh four, like the Detroit Pistons, like with the two bands and and like you know like that was the last time. I was excited if, to watch. If you look at the, I've always been at the West Coast. Division. Always, you got the um, Celtics, you got the Nets, you have Toronto, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you have Philly. Those are. Uh-huh. That's that's going to be a hard division yeah. to come out of, anyways. Regardless of of looking at the other two um, divisions, yeah, the Atlantic is is, is absolutely um, stacked. And, and and I think I think the I think, I mean, and this is early before our season preview of the uh, of the um, NBA, but like. I think the Nets in Brooklyn, they might be those are two no no the Brooklyn and the um and the Celtics, those are two teams that they might see each other down the line for the right to go to the finals. And my and and, and from the early yeah, and so definitely. Paul, what's up, man? Paul. DJ Paul <laughs> enter. Yo. Have we got have we got some music as he enters? Yep. Probably technical difficulties. But yeah, going back to um yeah, I think that the um that whole division is just like but but I think the East, more so the East is top heavy. The East is top heavy. And because it, it consists of the Celtics is gonna be there, the Nets are gonna be there. Um and, and everybody's a lot of people picking them to come out the um come out the East than um the Nets. But like like we said before, Tara, it depends on how they defend. All right, and then um, 
and then and then you got the you still the heat still right there. Um Right, but this the Southeast division, I'm just looking like you have the Heat, uh the Grizzlies. I'm really excited about the Grizzlies. I just I love Jammer. Oh, that's the West. Play. That's the West. That's the West. Again, I always go by their character. Yeah, that's I the West. That's the West. Yeah, yeah oh, that's right. the West. That's you know you know what's bad is like that's about my geography is I was at a Grizzlies game, <laughs> I stood in the freaking tunnels and I still said I was in these. I'm actually looking at a map and it's clearly incorrect because it has Heat and Magic, yeah. which is correct. It has the Pelicans, the Hornets. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 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 basically, the I break it down. It's right. Heat Magic, um, um, Heat Magic. Then you got it's supposed to be the Wizards in there too. Whoever did this, uh, did this so wrong off the computer or something like that. But like the Heat Magic Wizards, you got the Hornets and you got the Hawks. The Hawks, in my opinion, they could be a top six seed in the East. In my opinion. Remind me, remind me of what? Why do you say that about the Hawks? Bajanovic, you got Bajanovic, yeah, you got um. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got great guys, okay. man. They got Bajanovic. I love John Collins. He's a mainstay there. They got um, they got Trey Young. They got um, the the shooter from um, uh, Hoy, um, Hoiter. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Hoiter. Um, he comes off Rondo. the bench. He got got Rondo. You got Capella. You got yes. Yeah, you got, got Capella. Rondo. You got um. Uh, they they are stacked. They are completely stacked. Now, at least offensively, yeah, they got Gallinari. So so like they 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 could easily be a top six team in the West. I mean in the like East. Capella. Okay. <laughs> there we go, my man. Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? For episode twenty five. But yeah, we're just talking about speak speak to um the East and West dynamic in terms of um. What's more stacked now, the West or the East? What do we? How do you feel? How do you see both? Um, both conferences shaped up. I feel like all the all the it's um the West is so balanced and it's, it's the better the conference. But I could be wrong. What do you think? Yeah, man. Well, first of all, uh, shout out to y'all. Thanks for having me. Uh, I was having a uh, nah. Having a little appreciate a little it, difficulty man. um getting on. Um. Uh, so was twenty twenty. <laughs> so was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty has been has been full of difficulties, man. It's twenty twenty. If it oh went easy, Paul wouldn't even be. Yeah, man. But, uh, I think the I think the yeah, conferences. Man. I mean, it, it's still gonna be the Lakers at the top of the West, and um, mm-hmm. I think it's about even right now. I don't think it's really a powerhouse. Uh, you know, in in the uh, in either either side, I think you know Lakers. I think really? the Lakers are still the favorite, but they got it's it's tough, man. They got. Dallas is there, I think that could challenge them. I think the Clippers still. Who could take them? Who could take them down? Let's no, no. Let's let's get let's get to it. Who could take them down? Because I know I know Miles Miles like yo. I know he's giving you the side eye right now. We all we all like on audio, but like who can really challenge them out west? I can feel your side. Yeah, like who can really challenge them out west? Who can? Ta- I don't should see nobody. I, should I break it down then? Um, please, please break it down to <laughs> No, no, what, yeah, wait, break it down, break it down, please. I, I would love to hear this. So bias here, you know. First of all, we gotta understand. We gotta <laughs> understand that the Lakers are coming off a short little. You know, they just won the finals. Right. You know, we got. You know, right. no matter how LeBron is, you know, we all think he's Iron Man, but you know, you're still getting up there in age, coming off a short rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with this Clippers thing. You know, I know a lot of people, they took a big L this year. We all watched it. But they have a new dynamic. Mm-hmm. Teron Lewis coming in over Doc Rivers, who 
Hell of a coach. To me, I think for a long time, I've been saying a long time, I feel like Doc Rivers has been overrated. But Wait, did y'all, not to cut you off, did you hear what he said, what, what Doc Rivers said about him? Um, Was that the Paul George comment? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. He was, he was like, yo, like, uh, Paul George talking all that, but he forget uh, Ty Lue was the assistant coach. So what's going to change? But. I don't know. That yeah. was funny, but oh, I'm with yeah. you though. Tyloo's a great coach, and I think yeah. it'll be a different, it'll be a different feel on offense, defense, how they play. So, I, we'll I see. Feel, yeah, um, I feel like um, I don't know. I don't want to. This is just my theory. Like, I feel like Kawhi was probably not respecting Doc shit too much. You coming man. up playing with De- um Greg Popovich and um, what's my man in Toronto, um, this old boy in Toronto um coach. Um, yeah, uh, the Nick Nurse, Nurse. Yeah. the Nurse, yeah, so, uh, you know, he's a he's an underrated coach, by the way. In, underrated in coach in for a couple of years, which yeah, the British basketball league. Yeah. I have a couple of that's friends right. That, that play there. He coached Lou. He, he coached Lou. Yeah, yeah, he started. Yeah, and it, yeah. so the so mm-hmm. the narrative. Yeah, and he coached Lou. He coached Lou. He coached Lou as well. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for the national yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. So the narrative on the Clippers is like, well, on Doc Rivers is like, well, when it comes to adversity, he can't make adjustments. Like the one mm. time that he got over, he had like about four Hall of Famers on his team, and then mm-hmm. he had Tom Thibodeau as his defensive coordinator too. Like you know, we being technical, he was the the catalyst of that defensive team. Um, so we will know who know the the Clippers could be coming different this year. You know, um, obviously they are threat. Dallas, they're threat. Mm-hmm. I say watch mm-hmm. out for Portland. Everybody's healthy and it's stacked over there. Right. Everybody's back. Um, Everybody's back. back. And you got Braden. You got Braden Mellow now. You got Mellow back with the braids. Bra- Make me want to get some again. Okay, what does Braden Mellow mean? <laughs> oh, Braden Mellow. He's trying to. He's trying to channel his younger, um, younger self in terms of the um the animal mentality you know what, and, no, and whatnot. Did not even have quarter the mindset he has now. His again, he's like LeBron. He's been around the block. He knows I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not trying to annoy people. I'm just trying to play and I'm just trying to focus on me. Like Mellow is so, like. He has a clear vision, I think. Humble, no. Again, wasn't a fan of Mallow. Like, I'm hoping that James Harden can kind of sit down with Mallow, you know, pretend that we're in Houston again for like a few minutes and like, you can teach him how to be because James has no idea what he's doing. Like, James needs Mallow in his life. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think the Lakers yeah, man. the key thing, my last point on it, um, that the West will have to get so ugly that a team in the East like Boston or Brooklyn, when they if they met them in the finals, that they would just like have to like break them down. The only person I can really see taking them down is probably like KD, or if, or I said the if, same um, thing. If Jason Tatum and they'll make another leap in Boston. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Boston don't have enough. I feel like they lost so much in size. They, they lost. Um, they, what, what, what you gonna go up against Christian Thompson against um AD and everybody? Come on now, right. you can't do that. And, but I think in Brooklyn, you got the advent of KD. You got Jared Allen, you got um DeAndre Jordan. That front line could actually go up against the Lakers. So it's gonna be those matchups are gonna be very interesting. I'm gonna be very keyed in. But you know, you only can take a regular season matchups with it's a grain of salt. So you know, it's so, that Clay Thompson got hurt because I would really like to see it know, is Warriors, Warriors Lakers, you know, series how that would have played out. Yeah, yeah man, that'd been a great series because it, it it goes it's it's between this the the um shooting expertise of um of them against. Um, the brute and the um, athleticism of the Lakers, you know, and a lot of people, and this goes goes understated too. 
I really like how they're going to be. I wonder how they're going to be defensively because I feel like when you lose Dwight and you lose Rondo, you take a step back defensively. But I, but from all accounts, people saying this is going to be a better offensive team because you got um you got um you got Trez, yeah, you got um you, I mean hopefully Kuzma takes another step, um but you uh, and, then, and then you got Schroeder as well. He gives you scoring off the point guard um position. It takes a little bit pressure off LeBron to be off ball a little bit. And he could uh, start bullying again down low, you know. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna it's gonna be really gonna be interesting. Um, but definitely, man. Um, Paul, just real quick, what do you see coming from Houston, Mister Mister Um Harden, chilling in Atlanta, thinking thinking he'll hawk for a little bit, <laughs> and and not making training camp. What's going on there? Harden wants out, man. You know what I mean. I I really think that, and now we see the dynamic of the league and how. The players really run everything, man, to be honest. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be difficult for any team now. The, the, the president has already been set, you know what I mean, with mm-hmm. players, you know, wanting their way out. So it's only a matter of time. I think they're going to hold on to him as long as they can. But you can't have a disgruntled player like that on a team. It, it just looks bad. It, it just it got so bad. It really looks bad, bad, man. Now you got lead, other league execs and other teams that they, like, the NBA need to step in. <clears throat> <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, hey, but you, but you know what? You know what? Who created this? Who created this? Um, stone. This, this. Um, from the Infinity Stone. Well, you guessed it. Um, Mister, Mister LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Paul, Paul. All the time. You know, I used to hate seeing them. Um, the Heat jerseys in the store. You know what I'm saying? I used to hate that. I, I couldn't stand it, man. Yeah, yeah, but, man. but I mean, that's that's the way the league is, man. Here's the you thing, though. What, I mean? what team? What team is gonna hold on to? Uh, to your player that's unhappy. You know what I mean? You got to get rid of him. But not absolutely. Later. Not everybody's LeBron James. The only person that really got away with that for you so far that came away with a trip is KD. A lot of people try to push their way out yeah. of um, teams in the last 10 years, superstar players, and then they wind up looking stupid in the end. We've seen people well, um, like Darren Williams of the world, you know, Dwight Howard with his situation in Orlando. You know, it doesn't always work yeah. out. It doesn't work out because, honestly, mm-hmm. your energy is negative. Like, your attitude is negative. And this is why, genuinely, I'm a little bit worried for Brooklyn because Kyrie is too busy talking about LeBron. Like, sweetheart, like, he's not even in your conference anymore. Like, move on. you got a championship with him. Stop throwing him under the bus. Like, you know, everybody, you know, and I love this on the podcast. Sorry, God, I'm going to run on you. Just one more thing. Like, LeBron was like, honestly, like, mm-hmm. people are going to debate. People love to talk. I love basketball. I, I understand why people like to debate. But he said one thing you got nobody can debate is I was on both of the hardest championships ever won, 2016, coming from 3-0 and down against Golden State, and the bubble. Because you already know, the bubble was hard on him to not have his family in the stands. I mean, I don't know why he didn't have his family in the stands, but they weren't there. And that was really hard for LeBron. So, you know, I just think if your energy is right, and he, I mean, I, I sound like I'm like a witch. I turn into a witch over 2020. But if your <laughs> energy is right, things will happen for you. Like, and you're talented and like you, you work hard and like everything. Things start falling into place. Like James Harden is mask off, like with little baby. I don't even know. Is a little baby or that baby? I don't know. They're, 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 just, they're different people. <laughs> anyway, he's not, a, he's not a training camp. That's all I have to say on that. Yo, yo <laughs> gee, did y'all, did y'all talk about speaking of Kyrie of the – the the message he made this year that he won't be speaking to media. Oh no, we didn't. Um, yeah, he was like he's gonna let his actions on and off the court speak for himself. 
I don't get that. I know we're running on time. We're definitely going to uh, reconvene on that. So just stand by on a little bit. But, like, yeah, just uh, if we, in case we run out. But at the same time, yeah, I'm not, like, I don't get it. I don't get I don't get. And, like, I'm trying to steer away from, like, to, 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 from, from talking about the individual but uh, and talk about from a team concept. But, like, at the same time, it's just – that confuses me. So if I'm confused, I know the public why, why, is confused, confused about confused, that. I, under, I totally understand after what happened this summer. They, they really tried to pin – if we, you know, this year has been so long that people forget. They try to pin that whole thing on Kyrie – of when the whole Black Lives Matter movement was going on and that he's being selfish for sitting out and not playing. And in the end, he was right. Yeah, he wound up being he, right he about was that. totally right about it. And they try to, they try to do all these, mm-hmm. not only ESPN, tip, or like, um, a lot of like media was trying to get at him and attack his character over this, over over some serious issues. While, he, while everybody was playing ball in the bubble, he was out helping the community. He was really in the streets doing his thing. Right, and... and- no, 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 no. Let me, let me. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, like, like, like. Uh, no, no. Let, let me, let me not get mistaken. Let, let's be clear, right? Don't, don't, the movement he made, w- without trying to get credit, not trying to get clout for anything like that, and trying to. I see him. I see Kyrie coming back to Uvanda. I see come uh, Kyrie coming back to the Bronx. That should be applauded. Mal, I'm with you on that, right? I'm completely with you on that. But when you're a, when you're a star player, right? You're in the public eye, right? So what kind of message this goes back to the, the Steven Silas situation also, right? When you're in the public eye, you have it's your it's your due diligence to answer the um the questions to the media because this is things that public want to know, right? So when they when they're asking you the questions and they ask you um things like that, you it's it's your professional duty to answer those statements, not just give a blanket state, not, not just give a, a full statement and whatnot. Like you know what, I'm not answering that that because that's so confusing. You, so, like, so you're not going to answer he, any questions at all. And just right? that. He's accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just be, just like you're being accountable to to, to your community. No, but I'm talking about like court. he's accountable but to the media. You got saying, right? To to answer their questions, just like the media, uh, just like the media is accountable I'll, I'll, for 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 what no, they, no, no, they not, did not. over the past summer or what they continue to do. No, they're, they're all accountable. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs accountability. I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm saying that he's accountable to answer the questions that the public wants to know. You get what I'm saying? But we we, we understand that media asks questions that that's that's like side eye and stuff like that. They try to be funny, right? I know that. They they, they try to be little uh, and slick and stuff like that, and like and try to attack somebody's character. That doesn't need to be addressed. But what needs to be addressed is like. What are your expectations for the season? What is your expectations for this team and whatnot? Because that sends a message to not only yourself to the younger players also coming up and how to and how to um how to move and in front of people and how to be a role like because like in a mind, you are a role model, right? You can't like the expectation. He's a he's an NBA of course he won an NBA championship. So expectation is champion of bus. He's playing with Kevin Durant, right? But he won a, he won an NBA championship with, in my opinion, the greatest player to ever play. And yet he throws him under the bus. My thing with Kyrie, and I'm just taking him as a person. I know he's a black male and he's like, he did stand up for the Black Lives Matter. And a lot of other players did. Like, yeah. I mean, it's guys, it's still going on. Like, I, 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 we're going to get to this later. But like in soccer last night, like two players walked off. Or sorry, two, two whole teams actually walked off. They, they stood yeah, up against the officials. That. Like, it's still going. But the problem with yeah. Kyrie is there's a culture. Got about 20 a culture seconds, there man. of him not playing. So as soon as he didn't play, 
guess what? We're not going to BLM. We're actually going to start talking about how you regularly don't play, unfortunately. So with that, so with that, we're gonna come back and we're gonna revisit that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact y'all shortly. We will be right back. Yeah. So basically, so basically, we're back. You can finish, Tara. Go ahead. No, um, no, my thing for Kyrie. I mean, I think he was one of the first players to say. Remind me of what what the timeline was. Like, obviously, the Nets they made the playoffs. I think as the eighth seed in the East. Right. And he, Im- he immediately said he wasn't going into the bubble and he linked it to the Black Lives Matter movement or he linked it hey, to... Uh, no, no, no. He basically said, well, well, um, Mal could break it down a little bit be- better, but like he basically said that he didn't want to go back to the bubble because he has, there's a lot of groundwork he wants to do in terms of this black... Remember, we was in, un- we was in the middle of unrest before the um, bubble even started. And me and Mal had these conversations like, Man, what should they do? What should they do? And then Kyrie was like, you know what? I'm out of it. And then and then, and then Mal, Mal is taking the position, which his position is warranted, right? The Kyrie position, he he whole Hollywood was with him because you like what Mal was questioning, like, what are they playing for? And Mal, you can speak to that as well. Like, like, um, he's like, what are what are we playing for? What are, like what are they really trying to accomplish at hand? What to some to sell to um to um give to advertisers, give advertiser revenue, try to make up the um the money that um the NBA was um losing or whatnot, or are we really trying to be on front line to um, um fight this fight of um of our black brothers and sisters being um killed out in the street, being murdered, um not not getting their uh, getting their rights revoked and not being respected and things like that, and even in the workplace and even in the um community that the communities that we walk on um, from day to day. So yeah, yeah, yeah man, like you can go. I feel like what happened over the summer was the final straw for him with the media. Because if you remember last season, going into the season with the Nets, when KD was out, he was talking about how they was putting out stories how players on the Nets are not feeling Kyrie and all these um, um, rumors that came out not to be true. So it was on top of that. And then the stuff that happened over the summer is like, why well, talk to y'all? Because y'all, y'all going to take everything I say and misconstrue it. And y'all gonna send out rumors and in the window and all this stuff. So why well, speak to you? I don't know. I'm gonna just let my my play do the talking. Okay. I have, I have something on this. It's two dynamics to this, I think. Uh the first dynamic I think is that we don't really say too much when this is I'm just gonna say, like if this is a, a coach or you know, a white player or a white coach. Like mm. we don't give Belichick any grief when he don't talk to the media. We don't, we don't give uh, Popovich any grief. You know what I mean? Now they're, they're well-respected and have won championships. And I guess you would say they do have a right as far as, like, you know, how to move a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Kyrie, it's interesting because a lot of this, I think he puts on himself too, man. Like, he, yeah. the, comments, the comments that he said about LeBron, like, we all knew it was about LeBron. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you didn't have to say, oh, uh you know, I, I, I've never played with anybody as clutch as it. And he didn't even say anything that was that was true. It was literally false. Like LeBron mm-hmm. has, he he really has been. I think he is the leading like uh, clutch player in NBA history. You know, what I mean? yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. So it's like, what were you even trying to do? Why why even say that? So he definitely mm-hmm. should just be quiet and play. You know, let his play do the talking because every time he seems to open his mouth. It's always something. It's always a controversy. It's always something. 
Now he does have an obligation, I think, because he is a star. You know, I mean, he's a star player. You know, he's a top talent, probably the, one of the best guards in the league. So, like, we do value as media your opinion. Like, we do want to hear your opinion on things. But other than that, I man, I really think he should be relatively quiet. You know, and let his play do the talking. I'm I'm uh, looking for a big season for the Nets, man. Even though I'm a Knicks fan, you know what I mean. I, I really want them to do well because it's New York. But at the same I feel time, like, I go ahead. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when you're in a public eye, right? When you're in a public eye, like I get it. We all we have uh, these players are personalities now. They got their own brands. They got the, they got their own IG. They on Twitter all the time or whatnot, right? But I think the best way to defend yourself. It's not through statement because it could get misconstrued. The, 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 um, the best way to defend yourself is answering those questions. Now, however you want to answer it, that's on you. That's fine, right? But address the media, right? You don't have to, like, like but at the same time, I, like, when I see Bill Belichick, like, oh, on to New England, on to New England. Like, he's talked about it. It rubs me the wrong way a little bit because he's not elaborating. He's not being clear or whatnot. And he's not, he's not actually saying what... Um, what he's really feeling at the time. I'd rather people, and maybe this is somebody like me. I, I guess, I, I guess this is my um, this is my love language. I guess you know what I'm saying. But like, I'm expressive. If I'm feeling something, I gotta say, I gotta actually speak it. You know, mm. and, and like, and speaking the existence. But people not people not wired that way, and that's and that's all right. You know, but that's, the that's state. Actually, that's a really really good point right there. I I think that speaking of love language, I feel like for Kyrie, like communication that way. Like I feel like that's not how he's wired, and I feel like. You know, he is a twin. He's he has a twin sister. Am I, I think I'm right mm-hmm. in saying that. I think he's a twin. And mm-hmm. I feel like she, it's probably hard for her because we're 100%. Our brains are different. Female brains are different. I feel like Kyrie got a little bit of the, like, he is quite emotional. Like, he literally, like, really threw LeBron under the bus. But what I loved about LeBron's uh, response was he owned it. He was like, honestly, like, it hurt me. Like, he hurt my feelings. Like, I'm the king of the world. And like Kyrie took me down a little notch with that little comment. Like, and I love that LeBron, LeBron's been empathetic towards him. Cause I'm sorry, somebody who's in a good place. Again, I keep talking about energy. Kyrie's energy is just like negative. And then he picks up the ball and he's insane. Like I put him in the same bracket as James Harden. There's, there's something going on in their heads and it's not positive. And I, I really want them to get help because on the basketball court, they're sensational, but if your mind's not right, you're not right. Like, I just, I have a lot of empathy towards Kyrie. I really do. I feel like he's, like, really, his his skill set doesn't match his ability to speak to the media. Like, it's they're, like, he's, like, two different characters. I feel like his, the basketball court is, like, his sanctuary. Like, I, I get I, to see him the last two years. He's phenomenal. He is such yeah. a slick basketball player. Like, he really he is. is a joy to watch. Like, same as James Harden. I feel like I hate on the two of them all the time. But I just think mentally, both of them need some kind of direction or like cleansing of their soul just to keep it positive, man. Like 2020 has to have taught us like life is is pretty hard. Like don't make it any harder with, with little nasty, snidey remarks. And if you feel yourself mad, just do a Kobe and, and peace out and pout. I'm, I'm out. I don't want to answer these questions. Start off yeah. the interview and then, and then leave. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting season coming up with a lot of you know, with the same cast of characters and whatnot. So um, but definitely. Um what I was gonna say, NCAAs is back, right? Um we see I don't know if y'all been following, but like um there's been a lot of cancellations of this from this COVID mess. Like a lot of cancellations. 
And and then Coach K came out. Um, he's and 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 Rick Pitino, they don't even know if this there should be a season right now. And I'm kind of siding with them because like you rushed into the season, you um the, the, you got a bunch of kids, and we Tyra, we spoke on this. That you got a bunch of kids in dormitories. Like you're telling them to not be with their parents, you're telling them not be home for holidays and stuff like that. You tell them to just be a bunch with a bunch of 18, 19, 20 year olds, right? You're gonna want to party, you wanna you're gonna wanna do stuff like that. Can can um let me start with um pal, can you uh, Paul, can you can you speak to that? Cause you you was in a college environment before. You you've been in there, you've been uh, cause you you're a um a proud HBCU alum, right? So <laughs> so 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 what do you what do you see with that and what do you ha, there shouldn't even be a, a NCAA season going on. A, a you know basketball, what? football. I'm pretty torn on this. I think that if we can have a season and be safe, then let's have a season. But it doesn't okay. seem like the it doesn't seem like the precautions have been met for them to actually, you know, go out and do this. And I've uh, when I was in school, I had worked with, you know, with the sports programs. I had worked with a, a few of the teams and stuff like that. It, it was the, mm-hmm. the the tennis program, the women's tennis. And so I it, it really is a lot in terms of scheduling. Shout, shout, shout out to school. Shout, shout out to school. Shout out to school, first of all. Oh, the, the real HU, man. Hampton. Hampton University, man. Hampton University. Not, <laughs> not Howard. It's Hampton. Oh, but, gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, man. But it is it's a lot to do with, with scheduling and you know how these how students are housed and things like that, and I don't know if it's that is if if it's that safe honestly to have it. I mean, if there was a way to to do it, I'm for it, but I just don't see. You know, I have to read about it more. If you guys know about it, I haven't seen any measures or precautions that they that they're taking to, you know, make sure that the students are okay. And then the other dynamic is that now that you, they they're in a limbo because the NCAA. They have to acknowledge that these players now, it, if you force them to play and go through these rules, and now they're not athletes. Now they're employees. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, it's this fine line of how much can we allow them to do without... Amateurism. Them, right, the amateurism part of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's really, it's really hard to say. I think one thing like that's visibly clear is that depending on the the actual location of the college they're having fans or not having fans so I watch um uh can't even remember who's playing I think it was Michigan and maybe Illinois and it was Mm -hmm. was at Michigan and Mm -hmm. so Michigan weren't allowing fans but the week previous you're talking about about, about Duke Illinois correct correct no I I I can't even remember I just remember that with with the two colleges one of them was allowing fans at yeah. a distance, wear a mask. One mm-hmm. of them wasn't allowing any fans. And mm. honestly, with, with college with college basketball, I really notice it because I always tell people, like, if you can go to a college basketball game, like, I have been at All-Ireland Football Finals. It's like religion over here with 80,000, you know, in the, in the outdoor uh, stadium. And it's, oh, wow. like, lit. But, like, an indoor mm. stadium when it's packed and when it's lit, is like mm. like everyone wants to go and see Duke and NC together. Like I, course, I went yeah. to Mississippi yeah. and um we had we beat Kentucky um that that particular night and like my friends were like crying. I was like guys you didn't know what basketball was till tonight but I love the tears like it's really setting the scene like they were like this is crazy like we got yeah. great t shirts everything 
the fans are legit because they're young. They can shout, they can scream, they have so much energy. It's really weird, especially I'm a Jayhawks fan, have been yeah. since before 08, but it's really, really quiet in the stadiums. But I'm really noticing that depending on the college and the geography of where it's situated depends on the rules. And that's the complete, like, like it's really the downfall of the US and, and COVID. It's that the bordered states don't have the same rules. So let they me don't. go and like, party in, in Texas because uh you know Cali shut down like it doesn't make sense like and, and, people and let me are throw traveling <laughs> yeah no, and, 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 and let me throw something at you they like the NCAA and uh Malapo you know this the NCAA they don't have no regulated it's not super regulated it's regulated by conferences so it's regional so so the SEC the ACC the um the um the Big 12 all that they run the they run the, the, the series of schools where it's like 10, 11, 12 schools, and they tell them what to do. The NCAA is just overseers. They don't they don't really uh, um give out the protocols. It's more so the Big Ten, it's more so the conferences. So I think that's that's we we it's, we actually seeing like the beginning. We've been seeing the beginning of the end of the NCAAs, but more so now you see the um you see the dysfunction of the NCA because this conference is conference based and it's no centralized government. They're not working together. Yeah. So they, they have the, it's yeah. all ADs, it's, it's athletic directors, it's all ADs that control the, you know, what their school does, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is why you have a college football playoff, a 14 playoff, and everything's subjective and whatnot. And, and we can't, we, uh, and then. I'm telling you, those schools. I believe it's. Um, I know for a fact that um, Georgia, Georgia, and like Alabama, they went three weeks on end not playing football. There's some schools have a have a play of um, a football in a month. Nick Saban, Nick Saban almost caught COVID twice. He just caught COVID, but the one the um, one um, close uh, um a couple of weeks ago was a false alarm. So. There has to be better protocols in place. I'm like, I, I'd rather. Here's my thing. I feel like there should be pro seasons. There should not be at um. There should not be college seasons at all. Period. Because there's no until there's a protocol in place for these kids. But then you see, tell that to a senior. Like, I mean, I even saw with Miles Powell coming out of Seton Hall. Like, he almost didn't get picked in the draft because he was the biggest right. regular season player. But guess what? He didn't get to light it up in March. So seniors are pushing it because they're like. This is my showcase. Like, I want to show out in the big moments mm -hmm. so that I can get in the NBA draft. So, for me, it's the seniors I feel sorry for. But then give them another year of elig eligibility. Like, let's do Which they have. Which they have. To their credit. So, um, yeah. Which they have. They have yeah, they, great, they granted him. Um, they granted, uh, well, some people have still were like, let me leave anyway. Because I already got an age and I'm already, you know, my plans was to leave. You know, my yeah. family needs money. You know, like, there's a lot of different things. Right, you feel bad for the American football players because American football players don't have the options that the basketball players have. Um, you see RJ, the RJ Hamptons of the world going overseas and playing basketball. You see uh, the Ball brothers going overseas, except for um, except for Lamelo. But like all those um, Leangelo and whatnot, they went overseas and played in Lithuania. They played in Australia and stuff like that. So you uh, and then the G League uh, is on the rise. So you have that option in place also. Whereas in football, you don't have those options. If you opt out, you better have you better damn sure make sure you have a um a, a, a top flight trainers and whatnot so you can be like the 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 defensive end coming off the edge a first round pick in the draft. So 
it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a lot. But I feel like, like here's my thing: you cancel basketball, uh, like the, the, so, something has to give in terms of like having all these ki- kids in a proximate area, or just go straight to bubbles. You have to you have to start um looking at the bubble option, and have regional bubbles. Have a have a bubble Indianapolis. That's where the um that's where the the NCAA headquarters is. They have their they have Lucas Oil Stadium. That was a whole. That was the previous host of the Super Bowl. You have Casico Field House. Um, that that's host the Pacers. That that's a that's a hub for um for regional. You could put like a University of Tennessee there. You could put like a um, you could put like a, a University of Memphis there. All those regional base have Atlanta's a hotbed for sports. Put them in like different regional areas to where it's included. California. You have Texas. So that that's an option. If if, if like if Paul said, you want to see these sports happen. That has to be um visited. That's so many. Um, that's so many moving parts. Like there's so many schools. It is though. It's so I was many say, schools. Yeah. It's not like the NBA is 32 teams. Like there's so many moving parts. Then you got them moving to hot spots in different cities that got crazy hot spots. Um, it's so, just ridiculous. It's criminal at this point. NCAA, you know, they've been criminal. Um, then. You so 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 you so so you, you you said doing away with it. Just do away with the sports. Yeah, like you guys, you said you made comments. Coach K was talking about, oh, we should go away with this in the first place. Why do you make these comments before the season started? Your team lost twice. That's true. Now, you, now, now we should go away with it. Like that's why your <laughs> team lost twice. Come on, yeah, like, come on, stop the jig is up. The jig is up. The jig is up. Stop the cat. Yeah, the jig is up. A lot of y'all coaches, like Coach K, y'all got a lot of power over these um athletic directors. And now y'all saying stuff now, like the game started already. Like clock yeah. is ticking. Now you're gonna say something. You putting a lot of kids at risk. Then you got all these kids that's in the in auditoriums and all this. Yeah. Mask on or not, a lot of people are going to get affected by this and stuff. They screaming, they shouting. Like, a mask is going to do so much. It looks disgusting. I feel like they feel like that that these kids are so young that, oh, it's just going to be like herd immunity. Everybody's going to get it. Everybody's been Gucci. But that's not the case. A lot of athletes, especially in football, have been getting sick, and they have not been recovering. Like, Von Miller, he still have been recovered from coronavirus. Haven't. Nope. And if you ever see Von Miller's body, like let's be honest, like this guy's like world class athlete, mm-hmm. and he's still struggling with it. Um, they just announced another back out in um, I think Oregon was like this guy like has like um heart defect now, like man, like, it's ridiculous. It's, like, yeah. it's the repercussions of they won't like if you get COVID, it trumps everything. So like, you know, they won't operate on you because of COVID, and then like the other thing gets where like it's it's really crazy and. I know a lot of marathon runners that have gotten it too. That's what the crazy thing is. You're kind of going home. Yeah, that, you're, they, you're that their marathon healthy. career is over. Yeah. Like, wow. a lot of instances, like, people that, that do cycling and all this, that they, they run marathons for a year, and it's like, this this virus broke me now. I could never run again. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Let me ask y'all something. Let me ask y'all real quick. If Go you ahead. guys, if, if y'all are a top athlete, let's say you, let're say you number, you know, you, you're a top prospect. You're Kay Cunningham or somebody like that. Like, you about mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. number one. Are y'all mm-hmm. even considering playing this year? No. No. I'll say, I'll say, I'll write, nope. If I, if I, I'm betting on myself. If I know, if I know my talent and the world does too, and I got footage out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, Instagram and Twitter and all that, that's, that's my resume right there. That's my resume. Right, that's honestly, my agent. You can right like there. chop and cut videos and you can make yourself look like, I'm out here shooting yeah. 98%. Like, see, see that air ball? Yeah, just chop that out. Yeah. Get me, though. Get me now. Like, they'd be like, uh, Tyra, there's actually no defense. It's good. We're good. We just just get get the shot. Get the shot. 
Videos now. Fellas and ladies, fellas, fellas crazy. and ladies, voila. Like, like what, what, what we doing on audio, voila. You know what I'm saying? Like, we showing Koi still what we got right here. You know what I'm saying? But like, right. You're absolutely right. Like, like you, you, like, there's, there's different mediums to where you can showcase, like, if, if, if I'm, if I'm a five-star recruit, I'm a five-star recruit in 2018, 2019, as long as I got my youth and I'm a south of, I'm, I'm above, I'm south of 25, yeah, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying like I'm, I'm sitting issue. out. If you're not south of the 25, you're kind of like, let me show it. Like it's it's really hard. It really is. It's putting people in really tricky situations. But honestly, the basketball end of it sounds like they are they at least have some other opportunities. But honestly, yeah. I, my heart really goes out to those those football like players because like the draft is like six or seven right. Like I don't even know how they they cope mentally. Like with even trying to get into the NFL. And like only when you get to the NFL team, that's only the beginning. Like. It's a lot for the football guys. Like, really, my heart goes out to them. Think, think about how we're going to think about this in history, like, in about 10, 20 years. Like, they was, like, they was really running, like, college games during a pandemic. Yeah, like, man. Thousands of people were dying a day, and they really just like, nah, you know, they be all right. <laughs> they be all right. Yeah. <laughs> they, Literally, yeah. They, y'all dead, but you be like, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, people die every day, B. Like, <laughs> it's just like that. Like, people are really dropping and like and they like oh yeah we're gonna keep getting these games going like no because they're, they're, no structure. they're showing you that money's more important than, than life and it's it's really yeah, it's, pro- it's, it's profit over people it's a reflection of what's going on in the country um and around the world and stuff uh-huh. you know they 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 just like um yeah we're gonna go about it you know we got we got dollars to make but you know if people are dying how much dollars are really gonna make like, blood money right. man blood money because definitely of, blood a money a lot of stupid people out there it's, it's really sad and then, and then I know I know this this is old, right? This is this is a little old. I mean, but talk about what, what happened in pros and in the NFL. They they, but this is this they kind of brought it upon themselves. Like a couple of weeks ago, the Denver Broncos they had to um they had like they had no quarterback on the roster for game day. No quarterback. You calling the practice squad wide receiver? We only played like a couple of snaps in college at quarterback at Wake Forest, right? And and, and you telling him um, Minton to play to play in lineup at center. I don't get that. At, at the most important position in 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 a, in a, on in that sport, are you telling him the game must go on? Damn you, Roger Goodell! Like, are, you, are you serious, my, my man? Like, see, when NFL, I put that on them, man. When they agreed to the season. Yeah, you know they wanted they wanted a uh, it was supposed to be a bubble in place, but the players said no. Yeah, yeah, they said no. So wait, Paul, 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 when you say the players say no, like was that is it like in the NBA where like there's a there's a nominee on each team and they all vote? Like when you say that, like right. how many players right. are actually asked? I'm just curious. I don't know that right that well, they, say, got the, they got the, they got they got the player association. Yeah, okay. the player union. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the NFLPA, mm-hmm. and they yeah. they declined that. So, Stupid. I mean, guys, it's happening right now. Like in the Premiership, the Champions League, like they're all still going ahead. Like one of my friends, like is like with the, one of the local teams, Dundalk. They played Arsenal. They played like they're playing pretty big teams in the Europa League. And I'm like, like buddy, you're going like you're going to like four and five different countries, and we're only like an, a little Irish team. Like they're not even a big team. Like this is not even our national team, and y'all are just traveling all around. Oh, but it's outdoors. It's outdoors. I'm like, yeah, but look at all. Like, that's what I said. That's what my dad said. Like, we watch the red zone every Sunday here. Like, with like, it's like a religion on a Sunday. Like, 
And my dad's like, what the absolute, like, he's like, look how many people are just standing on the sidelines. What the uh-huh. heck? Like, he's like, yeah. who even is the coach? Like, who is the coach? I'm like, the guy with the big Motorola headphones usually, but like, it's a lot of people. <laughs> it's a lot of people. And you it can is. test and everything, but it's a lot of plane time travel. Like, and I mean, LeBron said it, it was really, really tough. Like, the oh, I didn't even mention this. I didn't even mention this. I didn't even mention this. Game day, right? Mal, I know you've seen this. And a pal, a Paul, I know you've seen this too, right? Dallas versus Baltimore, right? Des Bryant, a former cowboy, a former cowboy wide receiver, right? Was raring to go against his former team, right? He's on the Ravens now. He was on the active roster. Minutes before kickoff, what, what happened? You guessed it. He got ruled out for COVID. He got um he um he took a test. He took a game day test with the NFL just started doing. It seems like it's late and they wait to the boat with this. They do game day testing. Right, right, exactly. So they do game day <laughs> testing, right? They do game day testing. He tests um, it comes back inconclusive, right? So what does that mean? You gotta test again. He tests back shortly after that, the rapid testing, it comes back positive. He's ruled out of the um of, of the game. <laughs> Like, come on now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and then, and then, and then when they, on um, the NFL officials, they're like, all these, um, all these, this, this was a, um, telecast on, on Fox and NFL network, right? They asking, they're like, okay, so what's the status of the other players? What's the contact tracing look like? What's, what's all that stuff? And then the NFL's rule, um, officials, um, rule, um, ruled the game, not necessary to not, um, to, uh, that they, um, to, um, to contact, they did all the contact trace, they fell protocol. The game could um could still go on. I'm like, what? Hold so, so yeah, he's, he's, he's a wide receiver. Surely the quarterback is throwing the ball to him. So guess who also has COVID? Thank you. So wait, how did they? How how? Guys, I love America and I love you guys, but like, <laughs> the I can't say that word. They like yeah. Y'all, they've some a lot of stupid people in charge. Like ass backwards, ass backwards. It's ass backwards, ass backwards. You know, you know, he, was on, you know he was on the field before That's the crazy. game, like handshaking, like. Dallas players. Yeah, he was. He was. And so about four or five days, we about to get a, you know, what's happening after that. Yep. Wait, so, uh, so Tara, I haven't uh, spoken to you in a while, but how is it out there? Like, uh, is it as worse out here or are y'all good you over see, there? Or? in Ireland, we have this thing where um, people listen to the government. No, I'm joking. No, but like, <laughs> the thing about Ireland is genuinely, we do conform and we do care about one another. I know that sounds really annoying, like, but after living in the States for two years, like as a whole, and I stress as a whole, because they really go heavy on the US media, like the number one Google, most Google searched thing in Ireland this year was the US elections. Like we go hard, like on the US, on the US front out here. Uh But like, We've really done what we've, done what we've been told to do. However, we're a soft border with the North, six counties that belong to the UK. They've been a mm. mess, a mess, because England are like Boris Johnson, a.k.a. Donald Trump's brother. Like, they're very alike. It's very like corporation mm. wow. money, as, as, as Mal says, like money over the people, like the blow money. Like, it's crazy. Whereas the South and like the rest of our country, has really done really well. We locked down heavy for six weeks. The schools have been back 100% since September. So elementary, middle, and high school have all been back. Yeah, high school has oh, been wow. a little bit tricky, but overall we've done pretty 
okay, I'm I'm pretty happy that I was here here for it because I mean, honestly, guys, yeah. New York did a good job. Cuomo had y- y'all wearing masks before any any other country had people wearing masks. Like he's had you guys wear masks since April, but it's yeah, like we going back up again. I know you are going, but that's because y'all traveled on Thanksgiving. Not you, Glenn, but all your people decided to <laughs> oh. let me go to Cali. Let me go. Let me go there. Let. Well, well, no, no, I'm, bro- I'm broken. Yeah, I broke it down the timeline. It was from Halloween with these warehouse parties, right? Right. Right. Then, then we, it was election. People was um wrapped around the block. I mean, for good cause because they um they was voting, voting. You know what, guys? I'm sorry, but if y'all got COVID and and Trump is gone, like I'm so sorry, but God bless y'all because he's gone. Thank <laughs> God. And y'all know, like, I don't know if you want to talk about conspiracies, but y'all know the minute Trump was down, all the vaccines came out. Everybody yeah. had a vaccine. The NBA has a vaccine. NFL, the GAA in Ireland has a vaccine. As soon as Trump was gone, because a lot of those pharmaceuticals who run the world, not Beyonce, pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. they did not want to give their vaccines to Trump. And as soon as he stepped down, or sorry, stepped down, fell down like he did, all no. the vaccinations. Well, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't step down yet. They might have to drag him out. No. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. I, I can't say stuff like that. But I have feelings uh-huh. towards him. But um, no, the vaccine like has been tested right now in England. Mm. A lady yeah, got it yesterday. A 90-year-old mm. got it yesterday. So thank God we're probably going to be on, on, hopefully on the better end of it. But hey, man. overall, pretty I, good. Yo, gee, I was telling our good friend Dan yesterday. I was like, back to me. Yo. Back to me. So yeah, yeah, it. I'm trying to be out of here. Oh, you said you trying to be out of here? Yeah. Oh, you want the vax? Yeah, I'm trying to fly out, son. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I thought you was going to be like, yo, I'm not, yo, hell with that vax. Yo, I'm, 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 I'm torn. I'm torn, man. What, what about you, Paul? Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm torn, I have man. to listen and read up about it. Yeah, I'm torn. Make sure that it's, it's of, safe. Of course, I'm not all in. I'm just saying in theory, like... Oh, <laughs> no masters, Bob. No masters, Bob. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. Like, Wait, I'm guys, are you referring to the vaccine? Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was trying to fly yeah, out. He's trying to, he's trying to take trips. That's why he wanted the vaccine. <laughs> no, but guys, right, like today, like right today, another center opened today. Rapid testing, same day results. Um, certified nurses, and you can mm. pay 120 euro. That's like 150 dollars, and you can have a test. You can have a travel, sir. I'm like, y'all are making money off of people's fear. It's not okay. I'm yeah. not okay yeah. with scaring the people. James Harden to vaccines. The vaccines, right. yeah, man. I, I, I wrapped it all back up. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Call me Tara, talk-, Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, talk to us about um, I don't know. We we uh, soccer is not super big out here, but like I got I got real real big developing news that may be of interest to y'all. But talk to talk to you. Um, talk to me about the um what happened yesterday with the um with the soccer and soccer developments in the Champions League. Okay, so um, PSG and Istanbul had a Champions League qualifying game, so a lot of eyes were on this game. It's a qualifier. Champions League is obviously when the Real Madrids go against the Man United, and it's it's like the world. It's like the World Series. So, um, basically, thirteen minutes in. Uh, Dembava, a very renowned player, like kind of in the latter stage of his career, he's on the sideline and he hears the fourth official. So obviously you have four officials for the Champions League games. He heard the fourth official refer to his assistant coach. Um, when one of the ref, the other official asked, like, 
who who did what or who said what. Basically, he was getting frustrated with his team, doing the most on the sideline like we all do if we're coaching a team. And the fourth official referred to him, the coach, as the black guy. And I just think, you know, emotions mm. built up. Like, Demaba was, like, furious. So In a, di- in a different like, language, of course, right? In a different language, right? Um, no, I feel like they, they I mean, the, the, I mean, it, really, it's English because, I mean, I actually don't know. Uh, sorry, Demaba is, is a black man. It's that's important to know. Um, but what was really great, Demaba plays with Istanbul. He was on the sideline. Like, he was on the bench. He overheard the fourth official referring to his coach as it was the black guy. Instead, wow. you, know, you could have said the guy in the blue shirt, in the red. You know, I, I honestly, I said this to my mom. I was like, mom was like, I'm trying to understand. And I said, okay, well, as a white woman, it's going to be hard for you to understand because you're mm-hmm. not black on. But I was mm-hmm. saying to mom, I, I wouldn't want to be referred to as a white, as a white woman, it, especially in America, especially in America. But mom was like, but it's not America. And I was like, no, I understand that. But basically what was great was um, that was <clears> the <throat> Istanbul side of things. PSG, which has a lot of big time players like Neymar, yeah, they, Paris Saint Germain, like, Saint Germain. They were mm. like, nah, like this isn't, this isn't okay. Like honestly, the words that we use, like this, like we're over this. We've had enough. I don't think that that one sentence is what really annoyed them. It's the years and years and years and years. Any Premiership team, look at them, Google their roster. Eighty percent, if not maybe seventy five percent of them are black. And in England Mm. especially, and it's funny because these are not English players. These are actually, Istanbul is obviously in Turkey and PSG is in Paris. Mm -hmm. But I mean, France is heavy. Like, I'd say France is like 50% black at least. So Mm. basically, they were like, we've had enough. Peace out. And the two teams in unison walked off the pitch together. It was like unbelievable. Like, they went back to the studio and like, they're, they were like, what? Like, they didn't even know. Like, I've never seen this happen. I'm like, good. Like, this is real change. Like, I'm glad you've never seen it happen. So, tonight, they, they took to the pitch again. They all took a knee at, at, the, at the anthem. And, I mean, people are talking. I mean, like, we're talking about it right now. So, like, it's, it's good. Got but, smacked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, don't worry. Five, don't worry five, about the yeah, score. Five to one. God, Paul. <laughs> don't do that, ball. <laughs> No, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain are like a different level. But that's why it's great. Like, it was literally like the Lakers versus the, uh, I was about to say the Charlotte Bobcats. The Charlotte, what do they call it? Charlotte Hornets. Hornets, Hornets. They've changed their name so many damn times. Yeah, so many times. And, you know, it's like... (laughs) That's a hideous name. That was a hideous name in this day, yo. That was a nasty name back in the day, That that jersey was fabulous. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Oh, it was so, orange with the gray. It was silk orange. Yeah, it was silk orange. Oh, silk orange. orange with the gray. I can't. Silk orange. Oh. It's like, of course, a dude with boot cut jeans wearing with design sound like this. <laughs> it was right, trash. We, we have we have the art for the for the episode. I want I want a picture of Mal and the boot cut jeans and and the bobcat. I've worn boot cut jeans and trues. <laughs> it's his truth, yeah. Oh man. oh man. Oh man. Just to wrap up, man. Um since I mean that that we, we talked about the um from from football to are y'all still watching the season of, of NFL right now? Or are y'all still watching the developments? Are you still watching like what's going on with these teams? The NFC the NFC East look hideous. Yeah. I'm sort of tuned. I'm half tuned out. I'll probably pick it up again next month when the playoffs start. Um, right. 
All I know with the recent development for me, surprise of the year, the Browns are like actually good. Oh man, they they oh. Odell, Odell. Yeah, without him, without him, he he tore he tore his ACL. This is without him. Oh wow, he tore his no, he didn't. No, yeah, he did. Tore his ACL. Oh, tore his God. ACL. I feel for him. Yep. Yeah, but they 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 doing their thing. They nine and three, and and my beloved Giants faced them in like two weeks in prom time. How are the Giants? Are they still there? Alive? Is everything okay over there? No, four straight, four straight games. Oh we, my we, gosh, four straight. But what cost? At what cost? At what cost? <laughs> what do you mean? Come on, man. A win is a win is a win, man. A win is a win is a win. Yo, all these, all these, all these moral victories. <laughs> we in first place. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We in first place. That's all I'm saying. We ahead of schedule. We ahead of schedule. Y'all could have been like first place or fourth. Y'all could have been like no. We in first place. First. I could have been like That's what Mal is talking smack. How's your team doing, Mal? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no team. I, I, I have no team. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Because I taught you the team it's, last year. I'm just vibing. I don't have no team. Me and Glenn already just <laughs> Just mask off, go vibes. Mask off, go vibes. Yeah. I'm just watching. Nah. Um, yeah, like uh, Patriots. Like I mean, his former team, the Patriots, they, they're in the middle of the pack. They, like, on the outside looking into the playoffs. I feel like it's still the Saints to me coming out in the NFC, and it's still going to be the K. Uh, it's going to see Kansas City because Pittsburgh they have no run game to speak of. And you don't like Seattle. You don't like Seattle. Oh, uh, we beat them. So what does that tell you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what does that tell you? Like, what does that tell you, man? Um, Seattle, their defense is approved. I'll give them that. Their defense is approved, but I don't see it, man. It's just like something's off. And that defensive line with Russell Russell Russell's still running for his life, man. Russell Russell's still running for his life. Yo, that, so they, built, they built the crazy narrative the first five weeks in the season that, oh, he was going to be the MVP. And then ever since then, it's been kaput. Right. Let yeah. Russ cook. Yeah. <laughs> and look, and look, he's getting cooked. Yeah, like, but we all know, lo and behold, it's really Mahomes. Yeah, it's Mahomes a bust, in my opinion. Mahomes a bust. Yeah, they're gonna win again, man. They're gonna win probably the next, the next two or it's, three. It's ridiculous. Man. Yeah, I don't see nobody beating them. Yeah, man. I mean, but the AFC is tough too. We got the Tennessees. We got the um, Pittsburgh. If they ever get a semblance of a running game, you got um, you got a couple. You got a couple, you got Buffalo. Buffalo's coming on. Buffalo's really, really coming on. Josh Allen took a real, a real step up, like a real step. Like a like a serious step up. Not, I'm still trying to go to the sport. Buffalo game. I just want to see this this craziness. This oh yeah, Bills Mafia. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not to yeah that that's yeah not, not to break NFL talk for a minute, but did y'all talk about the the fights? Oh oh man, you know Floyd's about to fight. Yeah, Floyd's about to fight. Yeah, Floyd's about to fight. That money. The other that money running yeah. low. I, I see. Um. No, come on, don't yeah. do that. Yo, don't do yeah, that. yo. Fit- he don't Yo, need the money. Right. Floyd is just fine. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> no money Floyd. No money Floyd, right? Yo, I didn't know that. He... Floyd. I didn't know that he had a fine, he had a fighting training last year with an MMA fighter. Wow. He's just reaching. Yo, what's going on here now? Same Jack man. Reacher. Jack Reacher, man. Same ain't not enough. Jack. Yeah, Jack Reacher. Yo, yo, Tyson. Jack. Tyson looked like he could do another 10 rounds. Oh man, Tyson was marvelous, man. Like Tyson, we didn't even speak of that because Nate got laid out, so that overshadowed everything. 
<laughs> like I was the, the Nate memes were real. Yeah, like my man Nate. And then all that Nick talk, Paul, they was going crazy on our team because of that. I'm like, how how is the Knicks in the in our in, in, in the mentions? How the Knicks is yeah, the Knicks. like how is it the mentions? <laughs> how do they make the mentions? Like I don't get that. But because the Knicks don't get mentioned, periods. So they're like, uh, didn't he play with the Knicks? Okay, let, let's uh go. come on. Now this, now this, oh, now man. this. I now mean, this. <laughs> but but uh, honestly speaking. Mike looks in shape. Yo, Mike Tyson looks in shape. Holyfield said he wants to go some rounds. I'm loving it, man. And, and you know what? You know what's the incredible thing about it? Mike created a um. I gotta get the name proper though. Like he created a Legends League. Mm. So we might see all these fighters coming out and fighting again. I fear for their safety though. You know what I'm saying? You're 60 years old, taking all all these type of concussion type hits. So it's the it's the <laughs> that that's it's the big three of boxing. I'm I'm loving it. I, I I like it. I like the concept. I love the concept. You see how boy, I love the concept of it. First we had verse. Yeah, man. Which what's in it? Would would y'all with any of y'all getting the ring? I don't know. I know my lane, bro. <laughs> I, I I I know I know my lane. I know I know my ring. It's right here, bro. <laughs> like, I ain't stepping nowhere else. I'm sorry, man. Get in the ring. I'm not doing it. Get in the ring to give him some water. That's it. Yeah, 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 you're doing a great job, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like put the put the put the um put the um you know put the um touch ups and stuff like that. Uh, get you the stitches, yo, Mike. You're doing great, my man. You know what I'm saying? Like like keep doing you, yo. Look, keep doing you. Like, looking like Martin after the episode, Tommy Holmes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I ain't trying to be Nate. I'm, I'm trying, I ain't trying to be Night Night Nate. I'm sorry, man. Like, 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 I'm sorry. That's a, that's my last date, Robinson joke. I'm gonna get off. By the way. <laughs> I feel but, like it's too late. I feel like people are like, you're going to get in the ring, you're going to get Nate Robinson. Like, literally, <laughs> it's become a verb. It's like, not okay. I'm like, Nate, I, I can't no. feel too bad for Nate, though. He got paid, got paid a lot to get his ass with. What was, the, what, was the, what was the purse? What was the bag? It was a 500K. Wow. I, 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 can, I, can, I, can I offer? Can I do it? Can I go? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all wouldn't get in the ring. That's too cheap. That's too cheap for me. See, see that's different. We, we talk <laughs> millions, then, because cause millions, I could get my face restructured again. I could I could get my the um everything fixed back up again. That's the, that's what I'm thinking about, like the the rehabilitation of it. That's that's what I'm like. What about the rehab of your of your ego and your feelings after getting like looking at all those memes? Like I don't think I could. I, I don't think any money could well, fix that. I got beat up for five. No, no, I got I get beat up for five mil. I, I, um, a shorty coming to my side. I, it's great. Life's great. Good. Now, but Paul bring up an interesting question. Like, if it's Mayweather, Sorry, you were, Mayweather don't got no knockout power. I get a ring. You know, Mayweather. Touche. Good point. You don't think he's gonna Sarah, even Sarah, if he did, Like, it's not gonna be too crazy. Tara, <laughs> you would fight. You would fight Ronda Rousey. Tara, she, she, she has no hands, so you good. <laughs> I like I like hitting a bag because the bag don't hit me back. So get submitted. <laughs> To take a submission, oh while I tell you what, though, our our female boxer Katie Taylor, like she is a savage. Like she mauls girls that like, get get with her. Like she's undefeated. She has like four belts. Like she's insane. I need her to be challenged though. Like hey. she has she's been challenged hey, I, once. I seen Tyra on, on the gram. She definitely could body slam around the road. <laughs> For real. For real. There's one. There's one girl. There's one girl I'll get in a ring with. One girl I'll get in a ring with. Oh. 
Sasha Banks. Hey, man. Full and back. I was going to take advantage. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a fight, Glenn. That is a PG That's show, not a Glenn. Fight, man. Come on. <laughs> that, that's bait for you, man. Man, right. that's bait for you. Just, just take it easy. <laughs> you, 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 you. Oh man, you get, you get her. You gotta point me to another W. Them WWE divas, they're, 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 they're beautiful looking women. Let, let's just say that they're beautiful. They're exceptionally they, looking. They're women. phenomenal athletes, right? Yeah, and they're phenomenal athletes at that. No, no, that's that's I know, top tier. They, like I. I can. I went to watch SmackDown like last year, and I could not with the, with the theatrics. So I was like, I'm done. Like I can't. I mean, I loved like watching the Hardy Boys win the tag team. I didn't even know the Hardy Boys were still alive. Like, but it's just so it's fun. The Hardy Boys. <laughs> the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys came out. They had the same freaking music. I was like, I know this song. Go <laughs> flashbacks. I, I mean, I, I mean, the Dudley Brothers were my favorite, but yeah, it's all good. Any anything I want to get uh, else? Y'all want to get off across? Oh man, we gotta, we gotta, you know, unrelated to sports, we got versus tomorrow. Can't wait. Oh yes, Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Um, oh, tomorrow it's actually not, tomorrow. No, it's, it's oh, Saturday. 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 Yeah. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, oh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Um, I'm, I'm Team Ashanti. That's, that's bad. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah. For, former, um, former, um, um, fellow Libra, pal, you will appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got the yeah, same exactly. thing. I mean, she, she did her thing in Coach, Coach Carter. Carter. Yeah. No, no, but, 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 but Tara, get this. Tara, get this. Get get this. Me, Paul, and Ashanti said the same exact birthday, October 13th. Me, Paul, and uh, her. Oh, y'all should call her. Be like, hey, girl. Yeah, team We're having a triple birthday That's over great. here. I would be so Wait, under so the comments, man. Shan- it's Ashanti and who? Um, she she uh, Paul, we need a. We need a we need a oh, Shanti, uh, uh, Keisha Cole mix. Yeah, I might, I might have to do that on Friday. Yeah, guys, check out Paul's. In, like, it's everything. I love his Instagram. Like, I don't, who did you have the last day? Luther, you had Luther on? The bees. Yeah, that was a, a throwback. I was just messing around. We did the Halloween mix. Oh yeah, the Halloween mix I did. So I try to do every. I try to do a little bit. He's got everything. That's a vibe. I'm actually have a. Uh, I'm trying to get a gig, man. Soon, hopefully, when something open up. You uh, know? Check yeah. out um. Oh, Corner Social, Corner my Social. favorite. Corner Social. For real. Harlem. For real. Corner Social is good. I'm pretty sure they miss Tara. They still open too. They are still yeah. open. I knew they would be. Yeah. Coronavirus ain't gonna shut that place down. Definitely not. Definitely not. No. I mean, um, I'm gonna go down the line. I'll try to make this a habit, man. Um, you know where to find us at Peep the Play, um, on, on Instagram, Peep the Play Podcast on Instagram, um, and then Peep the Play Pod on Twitter. Um, yo, y'all shout your tags out. Um, any any order, Tara. Um, we, you, you know where to find you. I know where to find you. We'll go to you last, but Paul, go go with your tag. Man. Uh, right now, just find me on IG. Uh, P McWhite too, and uh, I got some stuff coming up on the way, man. Yeah, you got to You got to get back in the airways, man. For real, for real. I know you're doing with the mixing. You, 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 you a jack all trades. I see it. Yep, I got a lot of things, man. That that's coming back. Uh, the DJing, like I said, and I got this. Uh, I'm starting a, a business. I'm starting an ice cream business. Oh, check you out. You coming for Mikey's? I see. 
cover for Mike's ice cream, I see, man. You know, I see it, I see it. Yo, but definitely, man. Um, we're gonna check it out oh. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you could yeah. do your thing, do your thing. Discretion advised podcast right now. New episode should be out today after I get off here. Um, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, um Tasha is also um, at the Go Home show. New episode coming out probably by Thursday or Friday. Um, check us out on there. Mm-hmm. Um, new merch, merch will be coming soon on Go Home show. Probably. Oh, you know, you know, I got a lineup. You know, I got yeah, a lineup. Probably do some hoodies, right. some tees, get some rocking with that. Uh, Check me out. If you need a model, I'm here. I can model them in Ireland. Like yes, a model indeed. In New we got to send a pack your way. You definitely want to send a thing our way. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, so, yes. you know, mm. check out some things, you know. And then, you know, hopefully in 2021, I work out some other ventures. I'm trying to get some popping, probably start a little site. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, man. Tyra, Tyra, you got anything you want to get off? Uh, no, I'm good. I actually, I, I mean, I have too many Instagram pages, honestly. Uh, the personal <laughs> one is Taz three underscores XO, and then my kind of business kind of kids venture is the underscore kid fit underscore mindset. Check it out. Yeah, man, and you know where to find me. Um, D A Juice is spelled with a G. Um, the um G Boost Juice, Juice Report. Report. Um, on, yeah, yeah, man. Instagram, Twitter, um, what have you. Um, yeah, just find me there. You find me at um Peep the Play um podcast. With um me, Tara, and friends, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, just just find us there. But um, fellas and um and lady, <laughs> yo, I appreciate y'all guys coming on, man. This is the 25th episode. This is a very very special episode. None of this would be possible without the contributions of all you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a combination of hard work, a combination of um ideas, and and trying to push the culture forward. So I appreciate all you guys, man. Um, on behalf of Money Mal, on behalf of um, Paul, um, Tara, yo, we out. <laughs>